0: welcome back everybody take a break with steven steven shamus
1: welcome back alex how are you today my friend wonderful every day good good to see you good to see you. another exciting show Uh, i think we got some cool stuff today we try to mix it up a little bit with some stuff that you're aware of and maybe some stuff you're not so aware of and some stuff that's like really really hard to find so uh so what do we got on top for today alex
0: yeah, we can't get past it. Um, whether we are extremely excited or we'll just watch something else that weekend. But the uh, Zack Snyder Justice League. I've never seen a being this strong. Maybe one. Man, it, it's it's blowing up. It's blowing up.
1: So versus a are pretty
0: cool. It's it's getting it's getting bananas. Uh, it's it's a whole other movie. We're gonna we talk a little a bit about that in the background. Um, let's talk a little Dragon's Lair. because, you know, even though a property from the 80s that's a video game is not going is, is not going anywhere. Uh, and then let's talk Gwenpool, fun stuff. That's me, you said my name,
1: I get an episode. Hey, how did you get in here?
0: You know what? I don't know what I do know.
1: Yeah, we got some good stuff. Uh, some of this stuff is really starting to accelerate. Uh, and then also uh, I think uh, we've got your pick of the week in the middle in there as well. So, Yeah. all right, cool. So uh, what are we kicking off with my friend? Let's talk Justice League. Let's talk all the fun stuff. Right. So we've we've all seen the commercials for Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's going to be a four-part series on HBO Max, four hours long. I feel like when I first saw the original commercials for the original Justice League by Zack Snyder, I thought a lot of the elements that we're seeing now in the commercials, we were going to see in the original film. Obviously, mm-hmm. Joss Whedon tweaked it, whatever he did, who knows? And then you have all this other controversy surrounding now. Mm-hmm. But like... I thought we were going to see the black suit Superman. I thought we were going to see the Steppenwolf in Side. We had heard all the rumors, right? <laughs> Especially uh, and Dark bit, Side. right? And and he, and he added some cool elements. I mean, we've seen now the Jared Leto Joker, mm-hmm. which which I I actually thought he was good in Suicide Squad. I, mm-hmm. I I didn't I didn't see an issue with him, but I think that's pretty cool that they incorporated him. So I, I'm excited for all the fun surprises. I'm excited to see it. I think it's fun to make it four hours. You what what I've noticed with with Netflix and HBO Max and Disney is is you don't have the same time constraints as a theater uh, because you know you can get up, you can go to the bathroom, you can go make some food, you can come back, you can relax, you can watch it. And I like the idea of four parts, four weeks in a row. So I think yeah. that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, so that's cool. So so Alex, what is your take on, on some of the commercials and what we've seen and some of the characters that, that are starting to pop out of there?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's stuff that we thought or knew or we saw before, it's just going to be more. Right. Like we're probably going to get more cyborg cyborg when we didn't get that much of them in, in, the, in the first movie. And I think there's a lot of stuff that we everybody was kind of hoping to see. And you, you kind of got let down. I, I I flag wave cyborg because cyborg has been a staple of the DC universe as a lead character. in every Titans Doom Patrol, like everywhere that there's a DC group of heroes, Justice League, whatever cyborgs there. And when you had this movie come out and he was very minimal role, you know, almost everybody, Flash was a very minimal role. Uh, you, you're excited to see more of that, more, more of those characters flushed out.
1: Right, right. So so we're going to talk about very specific new pieces, not necessarily the stuff that we already know, whether it's Aquaman or Wonder Woman. We're not going to talk about that today. We're really going to talk about some of the new pieces that mm-hmm. we've seen in, in, in some of these uh, previews. Okay, so, so the, the big one, the big one is the black suit Superman, yeah. which everyone was expecting to see. Yeah, in in the in the first film, talk to us a little bit about what is the black suit Superman? Who is? Yeah,
0: he? yeah. I mean, if you if you read comics in the nineties, uh, or if you know anything about nineties Superman, uh, the death of Superman storyline. Um, obviously, six months after killing Superman, they brought him back, and there was this whole tale with the black suit, black suit, silver S. You know, he comes out of hibernation. Oh, Superman's back. He's got the long, long, crazy 90s hair. Um, and you know, it's just a fun, kind of fan favorite, neat thing. And and obviously, with you know, the Justice League, it was a Death of Superman story. So to get this finally, you know, continuing from right out of the comics, it's, it's just fun.
1: You know, it kind of reminded me of the Iron Spider outfit, uh, right. Spider-Man in the Avengers, and I and I rewatched Endgame recently. And, you know, and then he pulls out the Iron Spider suit again. Yeah. And uh, it's one of those cool, fun suits that everyone really loved at the time. And I think everyone really liked the fact that they brought it out there. And I think we were waiting for it. Yeah. So so there, there are two key issues in the Black Suit Superman history. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one is Action Comics number 689. Yeah. It's the first appearance of the Black Suit Superman. It's by Kerry Gamble and Jackson Geis. Very early Jackson Geis, by the way. Yeah. Uh, you're talking about 18 years ago. There are only thirty-seven blue label nine point eights and only four gold label nine point eights. And that's only a hundred dollar book today. Yeah. So again, I think now again, it's not on the cover prominently. The next one is the big one. Right. Um, but but I do think that 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 being the first suit is is an important one. But wait till you hear the pop on the next one, Alex. I think you're gonna be blown away. And this is the cover that you were talking about, the long flowing hair. Yeah. This is the Jurgens breeding run. Yeah. The super if you were reading comics. The bread and today, butter. That's right. If you were reading comics at this time. It was Jurgens and Breeding were your Superman. That yeah. was—it was like McFarland was your Spider-Man at the mm-hmm. time, and Frank Miller was your Batman at the time. Jurgens and Breeding was your Superman at the time, no question about it. Um, and, and Dan even jokes at shows—he's like, twenty-five years later, people still tell me, "Oh, you're the guy that killed Superman." It's—it's it's so <laughs> ingrained in yeah. people's memory, right? Yep. So anyway, that's Superman number eighty-one, mm-hmm. uh, September of nineteen ninety-three that's the big, that's the great black suit cover. Yeah. That's the cover. It's a great cover. Yeah. Um, There are 22 blue label, 9.8, Alex, 11 gold label, 9.8. That's a $200 book today. I I, I don't see when that book, when that thing comes out, I mean, the pop is so low and it's 1993 already. You're talking about, you're talking about 27, 28 years ago, Alex.
0: Yeah. It's, I mean, these are, these books are very, very highly printed. I think it's one of those books where everybody has so many copies of like, if you're a collector, you can just go get it. It's not hard to find. You can get it. Every dealer has them. You can probably buy a hundred for a hundred bucks on eBay. But people don't get them CGC or, or, or graded because it is a very common book. But as you'll see, you know, and we've talked about it before. Even though it's a common book in your hand raw, that doesn't mean there's a lot of nine point eights out there.
1: No, there isn't. I mean, I mean, we already see that's a low. There's pop, only twenty two right? graded, yeah. Right, and what you're starting to see, and we've seen it in the other collectibles, feels like sports cards is. The pop is now driving the pricing. Yeah. It We've seen so many books, Alex, where raw it's $5 and then, or or, or a, a VF8, you know, like we saw with the White Rabbit, the 98s are $1,200. Yeah. And, and the 8.0s are $50. Yeah, right. Because it's a back cover. There's a very low pop and that's it. And the pop is driving the pricing on these things. Yeah. Okay. So the next character that we see a lot more of is Steppenwolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk a little bit about the Steppenwolf character what we saw in the first movie what we hope to see in the second movie
0: yeah I mean with with Steppenwolf and uh, you know kind of all like the new guards dark side Mr. Miracle um you know Orion this is Jack Kirby's like they were like here hey Jack Kirby welcome to DC here's the keys do whatever you want so they started this new Gods run and since then I mean it's it's odd if you see it but you know If you think about like big time DC properties, they use a lot of Jack Kirby's creations. The Justice League movie is using Darkseid, Steppenwolf and the New Gods. The Super Friends cartoon uh, was using the same characters The Super Powers toys, same characters. So, you know, these books are not hard to find, but they're not easy to find because Jack
1: Kirby collectors picked them up really quickly. It's interesting because we, we, we've, you know, we've touched on Jack Kirby and his historical significance before, but I don't know that a lot of people are familiar that he did a lot of stuff at DC, right? Yeah. People know him for his Marvel stuff. Right. But like you said, he may, he has a big imprint in the DC universe. Huge. I don't, I don't know that anyone else has made as large an impact at both companies. I mean, Jim Lee. Yeah, maybe. Yeah.
0: Jim Lee, Tommy McFarlane, right? maybe, but even so, like, Their art styles might have changed the books, but like creating, 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 creating. Jack Kirby was was not at DC for very long, like at all. And the time he was there, I mean, they're using
1: all of his creations constantly. Right. And I think the new Steppenwolf that we've seen looks a lot better than what we saw originally. Yeah. Uh, And it's voiced by uh, Kieran Hines, who, of course, Mm -hmm. was at our event back in 2017. Mm -hmm. Kieran's a great actor, uh, Harry Potter, Munich, uh, a whole bunch of stuff in his career. Um, okay, so New Gods number seven is the first Steppenwolf, uh, uh, February, March of 1972. Uh, we're gonna talk about some of the lower grades because it's a very, very old book, very hard to yeah. find in top grade. There's eight Blue Label 9.8s, zero gold label, uh, 21 Blue Label 9.6s, zero and gold label. Uh, there are 42 Blue Label 9.4s, zero gold label, and 40 Blue Label 9.2s, so with a uh, zero gold label. so. We're going to talk about 9.6, where there are 21, mm-hmm. and that's about a $700 book, which sounds wow. very low yeah. for a Steppenwolf comic book first appearance, considering the role that he's going to have. So again, we're starting to see that the DC stuff, if you compare the Marvel characters that are in these films yeah. and the DC characters that are in these films, the villains and whatnot, you know, for instance, Gore the Godkiller yeah. is a $600 book from two years ago. Right,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You know
1: what I'm saying? Like, like it's not even comparison, Alex. Right. Um, The only other book I wanted to talk about, which had this great Steppenwolf image, is Earth Two Number Eight uh, from March of 2013. There's just not a lot of great Steppenwolf covers. Uh, That's the issue. So there is one gold, one blue label 9.8, zero gold label 9.8. There's no, there's no pop available. But if you're Mm. looking for a cool Steppenwolf cover, yeah. uh, If Kieran, if Kieran Hines ever does another signing, uh, that would be a cool book to have him sign. Green. So the, the last character that I want to talk about, which obviously makes a big impression in this film, is Darkseid. Right. Right. Not in the original film. Was all over the original Superman storylines. Yeah. And you see Steppenwolf kneeling. So you have a, a, a god kneeling to a bigger god. Yeah. So what, what's the story? What's the relationship between Steppenwolf and Darkseid? And what, what can we expect to see from Darkseid in the film?
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, if you have a big baddie for Superman other than Doomsday, if you take that out of the equation, which, you know, you could say he's not that big of a baddie, but Darkseid is probably the biggest baddie and probably one of the DC Universe's biggest bad guys. Um, you know, he's always looking for the anti-life equation, which, you know, makes makes him the most powerful being. Um, you know, he's al- they're always... Uh, apocalypse is his planet they're at war with new genesis you know they have this this great jack herbie did so many great things but like the neat thing with with the new gods was to do a truce dark side and all fathers switched sons so dark side brought up a kid all father brought up a kid and, and they were you know the opposites sons it, it's it's very neat um you know as Steppenwolf goes, he's just a foot soldier for Darkseid. So if they're having problems with Steppenwolf and who was the the main villain, Justice like, League, I mean, Darkseid's way more powerful.
1: Right. Okay. Good. So so the Darkseid stuff that we're going to talk about now, uh, Forever People number one, mm-hmm. uh, February March of nineteen seventy one. Of course, we're going to talk about some lower grades as well. Uh, there are fifty six blue label nine point eight. Surprisingly enough, we're not going to talk about gold labels here from a nineteen seventy one book. Uh, there's actually 56 Blue Label 9.8. It's hard to believe. 119 9.6 Blue Labels, uh, 202 9.4 Blue Labels. Uh, in 9.8, it sells for about 4200 which is a little expensive, but only $1,100 for 9.6 and only $500 for 9.4. So that's not a bad, again, we're, that's not expensive for these books for our first right.
0: appearance of Darkseid. And this is the first full appearance. He had a cameo in a Jimmy Olsen book, but this is the big one. And this Forever People, number one, has... Lots of
1: first appearances in it. Right. So the, there's three other uh, Dark Side books. Uh, I'm sorry. There's a bunch of other Dark Side books that I want to go through mm-hmm. one by one with really, really awesome Dark Side covers. Right. Uh, these might be good books to get Signature Series. These are good books to get Raw. These are good books to get 9.8. Some of them have really, really popped when you when you start to take a look at these things. And, and I think that you'll find that these are really, really cool books. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one is Legion of Superheroes, number 294 from December of 1982. Awesome Keith Giffen cover, Yeah. Uh, 39 Blue Label 9.8s, one Gold Label 9.8, that's about $150. Uh, the next one is a John Byrne cover. What's cool about this run, Alex, is Superman number three, March of 1987, 23 Blue Label 9.8s, one Whoa. Gold Label 9.8. It's only a $75 book, it's a great John Byrne cover. Yeah, Superman fantastic. number four, the following issue, is the first appearance of Bloodsport, which is the character right. that Idris Elba is, is portraying in Suicide Squad 2. So it's interesting, like John Byrne now has this really key run from 1987. Yeah.
0: They're using all that characters. Man of
1: Steel color, the Man <laughs> of Steel iconic cover, right? So all of a sudden now that that whole series has got a little magic going there, right? Right. right. Uh, and then uh, Justice League America, uh, 184 from November of 1980. Uh, there are 23 blue label 9.8s, one gold label 9.8. That's a $280 book. Uh, it's got a great Dick Giordano cover. Uh, ju- it's got the Justice Society of America, the New Gods, Dark Side, Mr. Miracle, everybody you just spoke about. Yeah. that book is loaded. Great yep. cover. Uh, and then the next one is very, very important, I think, historically, especially because of the toy line involved. And right. I'll have you talk about that in a second. Superpowers number one, September of 1985, 23 blue label 9.8, zero gold label 9.8. It's a Jack Kirby cover. It's only $150. It's a classic That's really exciting cover. Yeah. Uh, now back then, you really had the Secret Wars figure, which we'll talk about another day because we yeah. think that there's some Marvel future there. And you had the Superpowers collection. Mm-hmm. Talk uh, those toys were awesome. I had yeah. the Superman, I had the Batman, yeah. and the Robin. Talk a little bit about the Superpowers toy line, Alex. That was huge back that, in the day.
0: You nailed nailed it on the head. It was probably the biggest introduction for kids of the you know that era, you know the, the early '80s, late '70s introduction to dc characters not just batman superman everybody knew who batman and superman was there was there was tv shows there was comic books but the rest of the toy line and that toy line was amazing There was a dr fate there's dark side i mean steppenwolf uh, wonder woman flash i mean they had everybody batman and robin you know and those 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 superpowers toys are hard to come by on in cards very collectible and with the super friends cartoon i mean that was a lot of people's introduction to the dc universe not just batman superman all the other characters
1: i remember the hottest one at the time was the mail clark kent
0: yeah yeah
1: yep yeah, yep yeah. everybody wanted the mail clark kent that was a cool figure I, it was so it was so clever at the yeah, time yeah yeah i
0: had the dark side figure growing up but i didn't know who it was until probably like i don't know well into my like seventh or eighth grade years like i i didn't know who it was played with it broke it destroyed it threw it away and then later i was like oh my god that was a really good dark side figure <laughs>
1: i'll tell you you know and they did some interesting. you know they did red tornado they yeah. had some like they had some like cool figures man did right green lantern they did some, yeah They did some cool figures back then for that yeah. series
0: they're still neat right. looking I, I don't think oh, uh,
1: i don't still, still think they hold up they they certainly hold up well. Yeah. The next one is my favorite dark side cover of all. It's the JG Jones Final Crisis number four cover oh, yeah. from November of 2008. There's only 10 blue label 9.8s, two gold label 9.8s. That's about a $60 book. That's the one where he's got the got the hands it towards the center with the You don't race. own that love, art.
0: I'm surprised you don't own that art.
1: I, I almost bought that one. I had a chance <laughs> to. You know what I didn't? Like? The only thing I didn't like, but it's actually become a cool thing, is that they cut him. They, right, they, I didn't like the way they cropped them. Yeah, I
0: was going to say that it wasn't a full cover. It was cropped. But,
1: but what, a, what a great, what a great yeah. powerful image that was. Yeah. Um, then you have Adventure Comics, number 12, the Libra Mayho variant cover, which is mm-hmm. an awesome cover. Uh, that's from August of 2010, 27 blue label 9.8s, one gold label 9.8. Uh, that's about a $525 book. Right. So that one's a very, very popular one. Uh, the next one is DCU Legacies, number eight. It's the Frank Quietly variant cover. February of 2011, only two blue-label 9.8s, zero gold-label 9.8s. That book is about $110 raw, Alex. Yeah. And that's a 300 dollars 9.6. So that, Frank, Quietly cover is very, very popular. Yeah. Uh, Then the next one is an Ivan Reyes cover, variant cover to Justice League number six, uh, April of 2012, 32 blue-label 9.8s, 11 gold-label 9.8s, and that's about $175 book. And the last one to take a look at was from 2015, August July, uh, justice league number 41
0: mm-hmm.
1: 48 blue label 9.8 four gold label 9.8 it's about 175 dollar book that's a jason Fabok cover of the dark side war yeah so i think we kind of covered all the cool dark mm-hmm. side covers if, if anybody out there thinks we missed any i kind of did as much uh, we did as much homework as we could alex you and i right and i think these were the really really cool ones that we came up with
0: yeah those are neat ones
1: all right cool alex what do we got next Yeah, let's talk Dragon's Lair. Okay, so Dragon's Lair was pretty freaking (laughs) awesome when we were kids. A hundred percent, yeah. One of my favorite games. Right, it was awesome. Yeah. It was like choose your own adventure. It was really, it was very cleverly done for the time. Uh,
0: Yeah, I mean, it was the first uh, intermix arcade game with like video. It had a laser disc in it. Like it's bananas that this thing got through and and stayed the test of time. I I had it for Nintendo, the port, which wasn't the same, but it is an extremely hard game as well. Yes. Yes. Okay.
1: So, so, uh, and there's supposed to be a Ryan Reynolds film, right? which makes Where,
0: perfect sense.
1: Which makes perfect sense. Right. Yep. It's definitely, it's definitely up his alley. And that was a cross-gen title. I, yeah. I did not realize that it was yeah. a cross-gen title at the time of, of all the titles that they have. And they had some great titles with great creators, yeah, totally. Niven, George Perez, everybody is working there. Yep. Uh, it, it's, it's amazing that, that nothing, none of the original content has come out of there. Um, but certainly, Dragon's Lair was one of the titles they produced mm-hmm. uh, back in 2003. These books are impossible. I, I had find. one. I had one. It's gone. Impossible. I don't know where it is. Yeah, yeah. Impossible. Uh. So, uh, Dragon's Lair number one, August of 2003, 17 blue label 9.8, zero gold label 9.8, $400, Alex. You can't even find them raw, by the way. Impossible. Yeah. Okay. The next ones are impossible. And, and I don't know that Graham Crack- Cracker stores are open. I don't know if he's got copies anymore. They're no impossible to find. No way. Dragon's Lair number one, Graham Crackers, Fabio Laguna variant cover. One blue label, 9.8, zero Ugh. gold label, 9.8, $600 raw. Crazy. Raw. It's like the He-Man. Can't, this is nuts. Can't find them. Yeah. Can't find them. Good luck. You know, I was able to track down some ball and chains, but they're impossible to find these books, guys. Uh, Dragon's Lair number two, October of 2003. Three blue label 9.8, eights, zero gold label nine point eights, forty dollars raw. Again, if you can find number one, you might as well finish your set. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then number three came out also in October of two thousand three. It was probably a five week month. Uh, one blue label nine eight zero gold label nine eights. That's also about a forty dollar raw book. So I think those books are good to pick up if you can find them. Totally. Uh, even if you have to get them raw. I think that's a good buy. I mean, when the movie comes out, I mean, it's just going to explode.
0: Those may be a a dollar bin box books, too, because, I mean, you know, I remember when they came out, I actually worked at a small store in Virginia when they came out, and like, they sold well, but then, you know, there's leftovers, and you throw them in a box, and you forget about them, and, you know, unless you're a huge Dragon's Lair fan, but even if you are a huge Dragon's Lair fan, you bought them already, so I have a feeling these are in dollar boxes somewhere, and people just don't realize it.
1: Yeah, or they're just tucked away somewhere. Yeah. All right, Alex. That time of the show again. It's oh, Alex's wow. pick of the week. What do you got for us? So you had texted
0: me earlier in the week, and I was trying to find something else, and I could I couldn't deny I couldn't deny what the people want, and this is what the people want, and it's finally come around full circle. And how many people are going to hate themselves? X Force number one selling for like 20 thirty dollars if it has the Deadpool card it's 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 almost too much for me my brain is exploding
1: here's the funny part is if you got it graded right they threw out the bag and the card they're it's selling because of the car yeah. it's worth more bag than graded Alex. nobody
0: wants the comic they want the Deadpool <laughs> card because you put rookie, you put it on eBay. And you grade it a nine eight or a ten out at of a, at a, you know a PSA, and you call this his rookie card, and all of a sudden they're five hundred dollar cards. Like this is crazy.
1: This is crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. So yes, it's finally come full circle. Uh, the Deadpool card is on fire. So if you have the Deadpool card, that's the one that everybody wants. And but also the card has to be in good condition. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you have the bag books, you know a lot of times they were banged around and chucked around and tossed around, and the cards got creased or, or crimped or cracked. Crim- that's worthless. It's like the Spider-Man 2099 that's with the uh, the action figure. Yeah. Uh, nobody wants them creased or crimped. So yes, they made five million copies. I think they put two cards per book. That yeah, means that like they a- printed somewhere about a million or two million Deadpool cards. But they're gone. And remember, if you got it graded or signed, the books are gone. Yep. The cards it's, are gone. It's just the card. And and the best part is is
0: I was still buying cases of these nine years ago. Cases <laughs> <laughs> sealed cases. These I was still buying them. I was giving five dollars a case. Who nobody wants them, but now they're worth. Do you boys, do boys at Midtown have them? Do you boys uh, at Midtown have yeah, them? Yeah, I'm sure there's 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 got to be some somewhere. Got to call them up. Got to yeah. call them up. They're they're not. They know what they're doing. I'm sure they're they're pulling those and and, and putting them out. Yeah. All right. All right. What's our final topic for tonight, Alex?
1: Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about Gwenpool, a new character. All right, Gwenpool very very popular yes uh they were kind of smart they put the first appearance in howard the duck number one so there's a yep. pretty decent print size yeah but there are some rarities within the print size Definitely. uh which we'll talk about it's really the ron limb cover so i'm gonna breeze through the regular covers because she's in the book but not on the cover right the ones that people want are the ones where she's on the cover mm-hmm. uh, which makes perfect sense it's like hulk 180 versus hulk 181 um so we're going to breeze through them. Um, yes, they're still valuable because it's her first appearance. Yeah. But the ones that people want to is, is with her on the cover. Talk me through the character. Why is it popular and why Howard the Duck is her first appearance? <laughs> um, I'll do it
0: backwards. Howard the Duck is her first appearance because it was a backup. It was just a fun backup and, and you know, cover appearance. During, during the Secret Wars... Era and after Gwen Spider Gwen Ghost Spider became extremely popular, they were doing covers that were like, Oh, let's just make Gwen into other characters. There was a Gwen Doctor Gwen Doctor Strange, there, you know, Gwen Deadpool, because you know, everybody loves Deadpool. That's a that's a home run. And it was such it was so fun, and the the fans loved it so much that they ended up making her into the universe and making a series out of her. And she's fun, her powers are kind of neat. Uh, you know, her backstory isn't isn't like crazy, but she came from another universe, came to the Marvel 616 after Secret Wars and they milled all the universes. She can break the fourth wall and that's her power. So she can mm. she can look five pages ahead and say, oh, MODOK is going to try to beam ah. shot at me. And then she'll be like, OK, well, when I get close to that, I'll just duck at that point. You know, she can do this weird fourth wall breaking thing. Oh. It's, it's neat. It's a neat thing.
1: You, you had that power for a little while too, didn't you?
0: I, I do definitely break the fourth wall.
1: Yep. <laughs> All right. So let's breeze through the non-Gwenpool covers and then I'm going to yep. come back to the Gwenpool covers. Howard the Duck number one, January of 2016, the Joe Quinones regular cover, 424 blue label 9.8, right. 31 gold label 9.8, 150 bucks. Yep. The Wando hip hop variant cover, zero, zero pop. It's about a 25 to $30 raw. The Bob McCloud 1 in 25 variant cover, 14 Blue Label 9.8, 2 Gold Label 9.8, 50 to $60 raw. The Joe Quiñones 1 in 25 variant cover. It's different than the other Joe Quiñones mm-hmm. cover. There's a lot of hats on the cover. That's how you can right. tell that it's that right. one. Uh, there's eight Blue Label 9.8s. There's one Gold Label 9.8. That's about a $15 raw book. Uh, the David Aja 1 in – did I pronounce that right? Uh-huh you can say uh, i think you can say both david aha uh-huh.
0: uh-huh
1: uh one in 50 variant cover 17 blue label 9.8 zero gold label 9.8 that's a 75 raw book now let's talk about the two big ones right okay the ron Lim one in 25 variant cover has gwen pool on the cover alex yeah that's the one so there's 139 blue label 9.8s. There's 21 gold label 9.8s. That's an $800 book today. Ooh. And it's clearly, clearly the best one of the bunch. Yeah. Clearly the best one of the bunch. Yeah. Try to buy it raw, I think. You try to try to hit the 9.8. Yeah. And then the sketch variant cover, uh, which is also listed as a second print it was it was solicited as a second print cgc has it as a first print yeah but it was solicited as a second print hmm. uh which is fine it doesn't matter it might have been uh, an
0: incentive for the second print
1: maybe uh yeah. i think it was an open order yeah oh it was, yeah. an open oh, order, it was open, according yeah. to according according to diamond right um uh, but uh it's the it's it's the gwenpool cover as a sketch variant um for some reason it's not as nice as the as the other one even though it's much lower uh, print supply Although, although at the first print being a one in 25, maybe, maybe it was around the same print supply. Yeah. There's 220 blue label 9.8s, there's 16 gold label 9.8s, and that's about $125 book. So the two that you really want to look out for are the Ron Lim regular one in 25 variant yeah. and the Ron Lim sketch 20
0: uh, uh, variant second. Classic print. artist, home run.
1: Yeah, he, Thanos, everything yeah. else, you know, all, all that other stuff through the years. All right, Alex, I think that's our show for today. We did. It. it was a lot of fun having you guys here. We hope we appreciate you being with us and we will see you guys next week. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Thanks, Bye guys. Everybody.